episode 216 of Bleak and Review. Tonight's guest, Brian Cox. Plus, we recorded this whole thing over Skype, and it's kind of frustrating. All of that, and end-of-the-year countdowns, only on Bleak and Review. That's right, everybody. Bleak and Review, last episode of 2019. Hopefully, everyone had a good year. I'm Kevin Anderson. I had an okay year. No, I didn't, actually. I had a very shitty year. I don't know why. I just lied to you. <laughs> History's written by the winners, baby. Uh, I'm in uh, North Carolina right now, recording this remotely. This is the most record- remote recording I've ever done, I believe. As I mentioned in that uh, intro blurb there, um, this episode is reco- recorded entirely over Skype, which is a new attempt at a recording style for me, a new method, a new venture, if you will. Been out here visiting my brother and sister-in-law. My mom's here as well. Having some good old family time. Hopefully you got to have some good family time too. If you didn't, because you ain't got no family or your family sucks or whatever, I hope you just had a good time doing whatever you got to do, you know? Self-care. self I have not had much of my coffee, so this is going to be a rocky intro. Pause for sipping. Ah, I love a paper straw. Love a paper straw. You know what makes cold brew a little bit better is a little flex of paper. But hey, if it saves one sea turtle, I'm fine with it. Speaking of self-care, definitely practiced some self-care last night. Uh, the day that I'm recording this is the day after Christmas. Happy Christmas to all those who to whom that is applicable. And, you know, happy Boxing Day and hope everyone had a good Hanukkah and, and Kwanzaa and I don't know. I don't know many other off the top of my head, but whatever you got going on, I hope you had a good one. Uh, on Christmas Day, my family and I went to the Alamo Draft House in Raleigh, North Carolina, to see Cats, which was breaking from our tradition. Normally, we always go see whatever the new Star Wars movie is at Christmas time, but I just happened to mention that Cats is in theaters. Great, someone's using an air mattress pump. All right, let's just hold. Yeah, I just happened to mention that Cats is a thing that's in theaters. My sister-in-law had no idea... And just bought us all tickets to Cats on her phone without telling anybody. And I don't know if you've been to an Alamo Draft House, but uh, it's a pretty good experience. They always um, hook you up with, uh, you know, table-side assistance or, or support. Uh, table-side support? Jesus, I need to get my shit together. They bring you food and drinks and stuff is what I'm trying to say. And uh, my server at the Alamo Draft House insisted well not insisted but suggested that i make my jameson ginger a double because i was about to see cats and boy was that an accurate read uh i don't know if you've seen cats yet no spoilers it's fucking nonsense just like the play (laughs) and the musical is uh it's definitely trash but it's very enjoyable trash i did uh, i mean i was very drunk i had two double jamesons and one single jameson uh and ginger during the movie so i was a little a little drunk by the end of that, but wow, it's it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. Very jarring at the beginning, I would say. But despite how weird it is that they're all like kind of humans and kind of cats, you kind of forget about it halfway through and it's not as weird. Maybe that's just because I was real drunk. I don't know. Maybe your experience will be different or was different. 
the Rum Tum Tugger was definitely a curious cat. Shout out to Jason Derulo for that performance. Rebel Wilson, also very fun in it. Uh, <laughs> very strange moment. Uh, this is not a spoiler, but she unzips her skin and has other skin underneath it. And I don't recall that being part of the original production. But maybe uh, I just haven't seen it ever. Who knows? Also, James Corden was very funny as the fat cat. But other than that, um, it's definitely a bunch of cats coming on screen and going, hey, this is my name and this is what I'm all about in song form. And uh, hopefully we can all be Jellicle cats. You know, I found out what the origin of Jellicle cats is. Apparently T.S. Eliot, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, whose poems about cats inspired the Broadway play originally anyway, his term Jellicle was what he used as shorthand for, I think it was like, adorable and cuddly or something like i don't remember the specifics but it's like two words that actually do not when mashed together make jellical is not the portmanteau of those words but he's just like no jellical i don't want to always have to say these two words they're jellical cats uh and boy are they going to say that word a whole bunch in cats the film (laughs) jellical comes up quite a bit so if you didn't have any context for what that is it's a very alarming uh dialogue choice I don't know. Go see it, I guess. If someone in your family buys tickets for you to go see it, I recommend seeing it. Otherwise, you know, maybe Rise of Skywalker or uh, Knives Out is a better option. Speaking of films, um, this episode, trying to create a little tradition here because it happened last year. Um, I only had one guest on this episode and we recorded over Skype, as I mentioned in the intro, Brian Cox. Uh, good buddy of the show, good buddy of mine, very funny, weird guy. We recorded, uh, he's in California, I'm in Raleigh. Well, I'm in I'm in Hillsborough, North Carolina. We went to Raleigh for the film. And I never tried to record anything over Skype before, so there is a couple times when it dropped out. But uh, I made it pretty seamless in the edit, so I, uh, you don't have to turn it off yet. <laughs> I would give it a shot. Uh, we did a little catching up, some of our top five lists of the year, ranging from films to uh, films that we haven't seen and that everyone wanted us to see, and some personal growths and things we learned this year. Both of us went through a very jarring uh, transitional year, uh, him quitting drinking cold turkey and me being broken up with and and moving out and, and trying to figure out life as a single person, and we kind of... Uh, talk about the stuff that we learned this year and and a little bit of our hopes for the future um yeah and i think that's about it i think it's about it it's a it's a nice catching it's a nice catch up with my buddy and uh very frustrating i cannot imagine doing anything long term over skype like this is definitely gonna be a one-off unless something like this pops up again but i'm glad that i was able to do it because Hey, you get one more Bleak and Review before the new year. And I'm very excited about the new year of Bleak and Review. I think I tease it a little bit in this episode, but I'm going to be trying to work on a few side projects, some side pods, as it were. Uh, and Brian's going to be involved in one of them. And if you want to know more, hey, hit me up on the Discord or tweet at me or uh, just scream my name into the wind and I shall appear in your heart and let you know what's going on. So enjoy. This last episode of 2019 of Bleak and Review with my guest, Brian Cox, after this.
Am I still speaking? Yeah, now now you're speaking again. You were just gone for a minute. Oh no, I lost you in the void. So this is gonna maybe be a podcast. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, as long as like as long as my noise is unbroken, it won't matter, right? I I suppose so. I mean, we are recording separately, so like, right? I have my voice. You have your voice. So <laughs> I I feel like there's. It's going to be like Shakespeare. There's going to be some dramatic irony in our conversation that the audience is privy to and we are not. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I'm already going above and beyond by recording uh, uh, an episode on Christmas week on the other side of the country so people can just figure out what's going on. <laughs> That's right. You're in North Carolina right now. I am. Are, I'm are in you a... still in Wilmington? Uh, actually, no, we're going there tomorrow. We were supposed to go yesterday, but uh, we ended up, it was raining. Oh. And we were like, yeah, we don't want to drive two hours in the rain. That sounds wacky. Um, so, yes, Bleak and Review, well, we if... are back. Sorry, and I want to do an official intro here uh, <laughs> since I guess we're rolling for four <laughs> minutes now. I remain Kevin Anderson, joining me via the wonders of technology. Uh, good friend of the show, good friend of mine in California right now. Uh, I am in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Brian Cox is here. Hi. Uh, yeah, that's me. You are you are in my home state right now, uh, and I, I am, and you are in my tomorrow. home state. <laughs> yep, that's how it's gonna go. Uh, that's wild. I, I love that. Uh, uh, this episode is gonna be a lot of crosstalk because of you know what? I'll edit around it. I will painstakingly edit around all the crosstalk because I have a shitty computer. Now I don't know if you have a good computer. Do you have a decent uh, computer, Brian? Mine's pretty decent. I yeah, used it's a definitely tax refund on to get this one just so that I could play a fucking visual novel game. <laughs> Wait, what game? <laughs> it was a Danganronpa three because I guess I need a new computer to run those two D pictures for some reason. <laughs> Were you on a gateway before that? <laughs> like, like a gateway? Well, no. From like 96? every cutscene would just like run at like one quarter speed. I don't know what it was. Uh, so you're like, well, I guess I got to get a whole new. That's what scares me about PC gaming is like that because like you buy a console and usually it's gonna be fine. Like for oh, you get to smoke and podcast. I'm so jealous. I'm watching Brian over Skype yeah, smoke in his garage. Ah, <laughs> oh, and it's delicious. <laughs> you motherfucker. Uh, but yeah, that's why I get scared about PC gaming because you buy a PC for gaming and like I bought one, you know, 10 years ago, it was pretty expensive and it was like, great, I could play all the games and now it's a pile of trash that I Minesweeper. Away, you know? <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. Minesweeper. Have you tried the new Minesweeper on the new windows? It's cra- It's high tech, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the, the technical problems are definitely on my end then, uh, but that's okay. We're going to power through because it's, uh, becoming a new tradition. To have you, Brian, on Bleak and Review for the last episode of the year, a uh, little 2019 wrap-up. Mm-hmm. Which is, and, a, I would argue, a terrible idea because I very rarely leave my house. I don't like very many video games, and I've seen, like, three movies this year. But, <laughs> let's do you it. Know what? Well, no, that's why I like doing these lists with you because uh, I'm in the same boat where, like, I don't go to the movie theater uh, and uh, we always do as for new listeners who maybe don't know. Last year we did this where we did uh, some top five lists of 2018, like best ofs. But they, mm-hmm. sometimes the categories got a little wacky. <laughs> I'm leaving this call now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for a second oh, no. that you froze on Skype, and it was just legitimately you not liking my joke. Uh, 
<laughs> oh yeah, no, no, no. It was just me reacting to you turning into a sitcom announcer. <laughs> yes. Hey, um, what if, uh, what if, uh, you know, those top ten lists you always hear on TV? Uh, we got something a little bit like that, but it's a little bit of something else, and you're not gonna be quite ready for it. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I think I'm morphed. I think I've evolved into my final form. Um, so uh, I guess we could get into it because some of our lists are pretty standard sure. fare. You know, it's like the. Uh, uh, the top movies that we saw, which I didn't see very many either, so don't worry about that. Um, uh, do you want to go first, or should I go first? Uh, sure. Do you want? I'll start with films, I guess. Yeah, let's do our top. Let's do our top twenty nineteen films. All right. So uh, at number five, I got Stuber, starring Kumail Nanjiani. And no, I'm fucking <laughs> with you. It was uh, oh, uh, Spider Man: Far say. From Home. <laughs> I was going to say, you really only saw three movies this year, and Stuber was one of them. <laughs> I did actually write it out on the list. Caps Lock, Stuber. A Stuber, motherfucker. No, a real movie. All right, so your number five is uh, is uh, Far From Home? Yeah, it was it was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I saw that, too. It's been long I, enough I, that I barely remember it, but it was fun. I remember enjoying yeah. it. They did a good job with Mysterio. I remember, uh, oh, my, I'm getting very emotional. I remember, uh, <laughs> I remember when I saw that, I didn't know about, like, because nobody spoiled it for me, and I didn't know any of the Mysterio stuff. Uh, spoiler alert, Mysterio's in oh. it. Oh. Um, <laughs> listeners. Uh, and I just thought their actual villains were these generic-ass fire elementals. I was like, this sucks. <laughs> and then, like... <laughs> And then, like, the whole thing that happens, I was like, okay, at least it's not that. I thought that was going to be, I was like, this is going to be the worst fucking movie I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. See, I, I've been a lifelong Spider-Man fan, so I knew immediately who Mysterio was and like, right. what was going on with it. So it was very fun to watch it unravel and, like, see, like, a couple people in the audience be kind of shocked by the revelation. Yeah. it's Yeah, it's kind of a, one of those things that, like, I bet it's cool in a lot of ways to like be very familiar with the source material before but then also mm-hmm. like going in with no knowledge is like a whole different ride yeah totally of, which is totally me <laughs> uh mm-hmm. you actually accidentally mess uh mentioned my number five pick for top five uh movies uh i'm just fucking with you is the name of the movie that i put at number five uh <laughs> did you see Wait, that is that real it's a real thing yeah it's part of the uh hulu oh. into the dark uh uh like holiday horror anthologies they've been doing on hulu um oh interesting yeah that was their uh, april fool's uh movie and uh it's pretty fucking wild and basically a guy shows up uh at a motel and he's like a weird fucking troll like internet troll guy but like the guy who owns the motel is just gaslighting him the whole time and like like making him think like you know that kind of shit that bros do where they're like like what dude we have a fucking problem no, I'm just fucking with you, dude. Like that kind of shit. Like, uh, but like gotcha. taking it to the limit and like it becomes insane. I'm not going to spoil it, but because I think you'd really like it. But that was my number five pick. Oh, wild. wild. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's see. My number four is uh, Midsommar. Oh, yes. Which, funny enough, I actually didn't like it very much at first. Um, that's by the uh, people who thick- did uh, uh, Hereditary. Hereditary. Okay, yeah, I have seen that. I have not seen Midsommar. Okay, yeah, because then uh, I'll I'll be vague in how I talk about this. Sure. Then. Um, the the thing about Midsommar that I didn't like was that 
I could call every twist that was going to happen before it happened. Totally. But the thing is, the the first shot in the film is a mural outlining everything that happens. So it's like <laughs> that's not a good thing to hate because like they want you to know. Right. It's essentially they wrote so, up to the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, and so upon thinking about it uh, deeper, I realized like, oh, this movie is about a bad relationship through a horror lens, but. The movie itself is a bad relationship in that, like, you see all the bad stuff coming. You see the red flags, but you get caught up in the experience and the colors, and you get you distract yourself from the horror that's about to unfold. And I think when you view it that way, it becomes a much more powerful movie. That's cool. I like that. Uh, yeah, I like, I like it when uh, a film will give you the information, but then make you forget about it. And then it like, you, you could tell it. Cause when you rewatch it, then you have a lot more fun <laughs> than like, Oh shit. But then I guess for you, it was a little too, uh, like you saw everything coming. You didn't forget all of it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Nothing, nothing was a surprise, but nothing was supposed to be a surprise. Right. So, okay. Well then, then yeah, I guess it's... it kind of achieved its purpose. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Totally. I just remember at first watching it, I was like, ah, I've, I've watched, like, enough El Topo and other, like, weird culty movies that, like, I get it. It's horror in a pretty place. Ooh. And I, I had to <laughs> really, like, sit on it for a minute before I, was, before I was like, oh, this is actually great. Did you see it in theaters? Because I'm assuming it's only, in, like, you can't rent I it did. yet, right? It's not rentable. Because that's, like, one of those movies that I feel like I would absolutely I don't think stream. So. Uh, like, like I, I don't go to see horror films in theaters ever, but I like watching them at home. So I probably will see it soon. Yeah. Yeah, um, one thing that would make it worth seeing on a big screen, if you can, is it is the only movie I've seen uh, depict a drug a drug trip correctly. Like, the visuals oh. are on point for that. Like, there will be, like, a sea of trees out there, and you see them all, like, moving like waves. And it's like, yeah, that is what it looks like when you're on acid. Absolutely. Yeah, like, realistic trip instead of, like, everything's pandas. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, no, I totally get that. I like that, actually. That That is really fucking interesting to me right now. I really want to... That sounds fascinating. <laughs> uh, so that was your number four? That was my number four, yes. Uh, my number four is Avengers Endgame. Uh, everyone's ah. talked about this movie to death. Uh, if I could have just picked the first half of Avengers Endgame to put on this list, that's what I would have added. But because it's one full movie, the, I guess the whole movie made it. But <laughs> the first half, I think, is <laughs> the best uh, Avengers movie or one of the best Marvel movies they've made. And the second half is very much a Marvel movie, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. Um, yeah, I I have a hard time with the recent Avengers stuff, like all the Thanos stuff. Yeah, I think my big problem with it is that, like, the whole thing with Thanos is, like, I'm doing this to save you all. You right. Know? But you could also just snap and double the resources. Yeah. And, like... <laughs> or just make more planets. I have a hard time... <laughs> for people to live yeah, on. Yeah, like, I just... I have a hard time buying into any movie where the villain is supposed to be this super genius... When I'm a community college dropout who is smarter than you, <laughs> now like, uh, that you always mean, rubs me the wrong way. No, I totally get that. Like if you can, uh, if you can fix uh, or or nullify the whole thing behind, like the gears of the film, like with one sentence, like in any movie, then that always takes that always makes the movie not as fun. 
Yeah, and like I get why they did it. It's because in the comic, um, Thanos was really horny for death, like literal death, the personification mm. of death. Yes, yes. And he wanted to impress her by killing a bunch of people. And I get why they didn't want to do that in theaters, but I'm so much so more great. down with that weird horny logic. Yeah, if he's trying to fuck death. <laughs> yeah, Th- like Thanos I can't, to get I up can't in argue death's that guts. one. I can't <laughs> argue horniness. <laughs> Oh man, that's a hell of a. The hobbits could have rode the eagles to Mount Doom if ever I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just curious. One quick question because I don't know the source material. Uh, is it uh, established in the source material that Thanos, like hypothetically, could snap his fingers and do anything? Like it didn't have to be like death. It could have been the opposite. I mean, as essentially, yeah, right? Well, I mean, that's the thing is he controls reality. When you have all of those. Uh, gems or whatever i forget what infinity stones yeah when you have all of them like you essentially become god yeah so yeah so you're so, like, like i could do i could make easi- everything cabbage or whatever <laughs> yeah he could easily be like all right i fixed all of your resources and now you saw i did that i'm gonna come back in a year and if you haven't cleaned up your act then i'll kill all of you <laughs> like that would make more sense yeah that is that is it's kind of like uh all right i'm giving you guys one more chance uh, don't make me turn this car around, the car we call your existence. <laughs> yeah. And if you fuck up, also, then I'll snap. I, also, I don't understand what they did with the the reality stone, I believe is the one it was. They sent Hawkeye and Black Widow out. And I think it's really weird that they were like, well, we have Rocket Raccoon and Captain Marvel and all these space adventurers. But let's send the two with no superpowers who have never been to space. <laughs> let's send into the space. Kar- let's send the karate lady. <laughs> like, we don't know what's out there, but let's send them out there. Let's send karate lady and the guy who hunts for turkeys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the bow and arrow. <laughs> Literally, Captain Marvel can just fly into space and just chill. But no, the yeah. two most human people. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i i think like the in like the second half of that movie and this shows you how few movies i saw this year when i'm picking apart my top five list like this but like uh i uh <laughs> my favorite like i think the first half is so much better because the second half is so like hey all the avengers are getting together with everybody from every movie and they're gonna have a big war is so like okay that's it's a fight but like the first half is like actually interesting you know like like, just, like, the idea yeah, of half sure. of life disappearing and, like, seeing Steve Rogers in a support group and stuff. That's, like, the part I liked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it just becomes hella yeah, the very, like, leftovers implications. Yeah. And, like, doing, like, a time heist. Like, yeah, that shit rules. Yeah, absolutely. I'm into that. Uh, so, yeah, that's why it's only three on mine. and Because that is essentially two movies. So, I guess the first half mm-hmm. of Avengers Endgame is my third <laughs> favorite movie this year. Uh, sure. I think uh, that my was My number three, three was... <laughs> I think that was your fourth. That was my fourth. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. My number three is Us. Ah, yes. Another one I haven't seen. <laughs> ah, I. it's great. I can't say much because you really need to go see it. <laughs> All I will say is that, um, not Eric, uh, Tim Heidecker, he is in it. And, um... He kind of plays two roles, and his second role will impress you. Oh, I can't wait. That's all uh, I want to say. Yeah, actually, I know it's on HBO now, so I probably will see it pretty soon. Uh, it's just one of those ones I never got oh, around Oh, yeah, you got to. no excuses. Yeah, I don't, but, you know, 
It is on my list of uh, movies I should. Uh, everyone told me I should have seen this year, which I did write down. <laughs> um, I don't know if you. Oh, I I should have done a list like that. I'm sure you could just wing it based on how people are on the internet. <laughs> well, see, that's the tough thing for me now. Is I got off Facebook a couple months ago, so like that is tough. I don't know what everyone's fighting about anymore, <laughs> which is nice, but also I feel so left out. No, yeah, I could see that being a total double-edged sword, and maybe that's part of something on one of your lists later. That uh, I don't know if that's part of your sober thing uh, <laughs> that you talked about. No, I probably should put it on there. <laughs> <laughs> we could, we could, we could uh, work it in. Uh, my third one was, uh, the Irishman, which is, uh, I saw cause it was on Netflix again, two and a half hours of the mm. Irishman is my third favorite movie of 2019. Did you see that yet? The Scorsese? <laughs> no, I haven't. I, I heard it was real long and I was like, no. Yeah. And then I proceeded to watch nine hours of another show because <laughs> well, that's the we're thing. dumb idiots. That's the thing that, yeah, I mean, they trick you cause you can watch like a whole season of hour long dramas in a day. Uh, and but then like that's less intimidating than watching a three and a half hour movie, which is how long The Irishman is, and that mm. is pretty fucking egregious. <laughs> three and a half. Three and a half. I you thought it was to, just three. Yeah. Three and a half. About three thirty one or something like that. Yeah. And like I said, there is a great two and a half hour Scorsese movie in there. Uh, and I have said this on the podcast before, <laughs> so I'll keep this brief. But there's a great two and a half Scorsese movie in there. Uh, mixed in with an hour of Robert De Niro just pensively looking off into the middle distance, not knowing what to say. <laughs> like, it's Oof. just, it's right. so long. And, like, I don't know, there's moments that deserve to be drawn out, but there's a lot that doesn't. And I think he could have accomplished, at the very least, two hours and 45 minutes. I think he could have done it. The same greatness in the film, uh, just a little shorter. Uh, I won't say much more because I've already talked about that on the podcast, but that's my third. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, my number two was Jojo Rabbit. Ah, uh, yes, that is on my list also of things that I should have seen. <laughs> it's, it's great. It's funny. It's charming. And it's going to make you cry a lot. Oh, yeah. I Get can't ready to wait. cry, Kevin. I can't Get wait. ready to cry, Kevin. <laughs> By the end of this podcast, listeners, I might do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jojo Rabbit. I've, I've heard a little bit about that, but I'm trying to keep it mostly blank for that. So that's your that's your third. Yeah. All right. Let's yeah, see. it's great. Uh, let's see. Just because um, I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to go through the rest of mine pretty quick here because I think we've been recording for about uh, 21 minutes already. So <laughs> let's see here. Man. Uh, my number two was Detective Pikachu, and I'm not kidding. Uh, <laughs> did you see Detective Pikachu? All right. I did, um, but I had also quit drinking like a week before I saw it. Worst so time I just to walked do it. in, I watched it, and I was like, all right, I've immediately called who the villain is, and I hate this. <laughs> no, that would be tough. I to, get it. Uh, you're cute. Fuck off. <laughs> it would be tough to do right after quitting like a vice that you've been de- had as a demon for a long time because like everything's going to yeah, have you like, on was... edge. And Oh, no. Not what happened? Oh, no. You've cut out again. Oh my god, okay, well I'm still recording audio, so I guess I'm going to call Brian back on Skype, because right in the middle of uh, this Detective Pikachu talk, my Skype just shut down. Alright, hold on, we'll edit this. Oh no. Um, what do? Uh, um. Well that was fun. (laughs) Yeah, neat. Uh, sorry, you're gonna have to figure out some edit points now. 
Uh, no, it's okay. I kept my uh, I kept my audio rolling, so I'll just uh, I'll, Likewise. I'll figure it out. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I think my computer just couldn't handle that I was telling the truth about Detective Pikachu. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, essentially, uh, all I'll say about Detective Pikachu <coughs> is uh, uh, it's first of all, I'm just like a huge Pokemon fan, so it was just like super fun to see totally. like them in that world and like just like have it be a thing. It's just great. Uh, but like, oh god, I was so my that threw off my train of thought so bad. Um, just an abrupt <laughs> boop. My whole Skype shut down too. By the way, it wasn't just a connection that got messed up, and it just did it again. Oh no! Oh, oh no! God. It's happening again. All right. So Detective Pikachu is number th- two. I don't give a shit. Let's move on. <laughs> <It's fun. laughs> Bill Nye's fucking crazy in it. It's weird. The third act is too much, but the the first act and second act are fucking delightful. That's number two. God damn it. What's yours? <laughs> so mad. So editor's note. Yeah, editor's uh, note. This is twice in a row that our Skype call has just shut off on us. Oh, I'll put some. <laughs> I'll put some. Uh, I'll put some cute uh, music in there. It'll be fun. It'll be like uh, let's. Uh, oh, wonderful. Uh, lobby or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> all right cool all right so my number one is parasite yeah oh did you see nope. it <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's you've nailed a bunch that are on my list of things i should have seen but didn't um, but i love gotcha. that director i'm a big fan of uh uh snowpiercer and memories of murder i believe was him as well uh, uh i'm very excited to see parasite i just haven't uh, like i said don't go to the theaters often but yeah, um, Parasite was great. I would rate it a 10 out of 10. Um, however, uh, after seeing Parasite in the bathroom, hearing a stranger at the urinal describe the beginning of that movie as being, quote, like Ocean's Eleven, I was not <laughs> able to rate because all of the hair fell off of my body in a rage. <laughs> Wait, it's, yeah, it's pretty sick, dude. It's kind of like Ocean's Eleven because there's men in it. well because there's like kind of a heisty thing going on but like just what a weird i get why he made the comparison but like what yeah like i I, it's it's just i've heard people do stuff like that before like where the 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 connection is is so flimsy and loose it's like literally like oh uh ghostbusters reminds me of uh of uh 13 ghosts with tony shalhoub like like what like because there's ghosts in both like what are you their ghost reminds me of uh you know the movie ghost reminds me of another movie with dead people in it like uh six well it's also just that it's also just that thing of like picking such like a lowbrow thing with such a like high concept art film just like being like yeah david lynch's blue velvet that one part with the cards Reminded me of Fast and the Furious. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, Detective Pikachu really reminded me of They Live. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is really good. That is really good. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to see Parasite. I'm sure most people listening have probably seen it by now if they're people that go to the theaters. I need to I need to go to the theaters more often, I think, is what I'm learning from this. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, um, all, all I can say about because I feel like the less you know about Parasite, the better. Yeah. Um, the one thing I will say about because it's part of what made me go, oh, I gotta see this now, was in an interview, um, they asked the director, like, why do you think this was such a breakaway hit in America? And he goes, well, it's funny, I was trying to make a movie about Korea, 
But then once the movie was over and out, I realized that we all live in the same country, and that country is called capitalism. Oh. And I was like, fuck yeah, bro, let's party. <laughs> I want to hear your story. Dude, did he fucking spike the mic like that and flip some shades on and bounce? Because that would have been the best way to fucking He should have. What a fucking <laughs> badass. <laughs> Uh, and my number one is John Wick 3, and I don't need to tell you why. It's just fun. Um, yeah, that shit rules. It's fucking great. Uh, Jason Manzoukas. That movie it. had so much testicle trauma. Yeah. A lot of a lot of blades, a lot of <laughs> testicle trauma. Fucking Jason Manzoukas saying TikTok, Mr. Wick, which is great. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I mean, just like that whole series. I was like like late to get to the train of John Wick. Like I didn't see the first one until like a year mm-hmm. or two after it came out because I didn't know that it was like yeah, worth likewise. A and then like I'm just like so hyped. I hope they make seven of them. Like I don't give a shit. Like I just yeah. Like, they keep. I want it to go fun. forever. Yeah, it, 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 they can't really do it wrong. Like he just has to keep going bigger and bigger. I will say though, mm-hmm. when you watched it, were you also shocked at how? Uh, the big, uh, the big bad, the big guy in the desert that was like the the leader of all of this whole fucking conspiracy thing was like thirty two. <laughs> oh yeah, that was fascinating to me. Where it was like, he's like, I didn't even think about. Yeah, that. he John Wick has to like go essentially die in the desert to be found by this guy to like get the truth, like the highest chain of command in his crazy cultist organization, and this dude is like, like hella chill and young <laughs> he's like he's like a frat boy basically it was pretty great i love that the elder oh, yeah. um so what next what list should we do next here brian i could quickly just like bing bang boom go through all my uh, the movies that everyone yelled at me to see this year uh uh once upon a time sure. in hollywood i didn't see uh us i haven't Likewise. seen uh knives out i haven't seen parasite i haven't seen i want to see that and uh joker i haven't seen and i don't think i'm gonna see joker because i don't fucking care yeah that's kind of where i'm at with joker it seems like it's probably good i'll probably watch it one day i'll watch it when it's free uh i won't pay i'm not gonna pay but if it's like i mean i watched suicide squad when it was free so i could probably watch joker (laughs) yeah for sure that shit was garbage all right uh what do you want to do next uh, Can we get some metaphysical ones? One oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so this one is a top five uh, stories that my girlfriend Jamie told me <laughs> from her time working on The Voice. Yes. Uh, wait. Because she, she worked on The Voice this season. Right, but you mentioned that the, this is uh, – these are behind the like, – is there an NDA involved? Are you allowed to talk about these? So number five. Entirely redacted. Her non-disclosure <laughs> agreement dictates that I can't say any of this particular story. Oh, I think I get this bit. <laughs> Number four. Somebody pretty famous had a temper tantrum about lime-flavored jello. Number three. Also redacted. Number two. John Legend came to my house. He said nothing. He looked me directly in the eye. He spat directly into my dog's mouth. Not breaking his eye contact, he left as silently as he came. Number one, Jamie informed me that sometimes the contestants call her Kim Possible around the set. They're like, that's fun. <laughs> that is, uh, I know you haven't done stand-up in a while, but that was such a Brian Cox whole thing. Like, all of that. <laughs> like, uh, from the get-go, and then through the darkness and into the light. <laughs> that's fucking great. Uh, all right. While we're getting metaphysical, here's um, my uh, <laughs> and actually, I think you got one that will maybe you will be able to relate because this is a this is gonna get emotional, but in the fun way. 
Uh, This is my top five mistakes I made as a single person in 2019. (laughs) Oh, fun. And I think you have a similar one. So maybe we should go tit for tat on these also, like we do with the movies. Sure. Uh, My number five, uh, unprotected sex. (laughs) 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 Which nothing happened. Like, I'm good, I think. But like, (laughs) I know I just, I know I just uh, instilled a lot of confidence in you there. Uh, Yeah, just... (laughs) One of those things like where you always uh, uh, when you're like a couple dates into uh, a new, uh, you know, brief paramour and you're like, ah, we've had sex with a condom a few times. We probably don't need it anymore. Like there's no reason. There's no logic behind that at all. It's so stupid and it's so easy to not do that. Uh, and I just dodged so the many The amount bullets. of time that me and this person have spoken, put like back to back, is probably over two hours. So yeah. I don't see why I can't raw dog. Not quite as long as the Irishman, but it's long enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that that was, luckily, like, I wasn't fucking that much. I mean, this year, so that's why it's at number five. Like, I didn't do, I, did, I definitely didn't catch any diseases or anything. So I think I'm good. And I think I'm uh, abstaining for a while. I think I'm on a... Uh, how do I say this without being an incel? Uh, I'm on no, because they're involuntary. I'm on a voluntary. Yeah, you're a vol cell. Yeah, I'm a <laughs> goddamn right. I am vol cell. Uh, is that a term, incel in the sheets? Vol cell in the streets. <laughs> All around bad person. <laughs> uh, what's your right, number five um, for your list? Yeah, if we're going tip for tat, then my list is the things I learned as a result of not drinking anymore. <laughs> oh, boy. I can't um, wait. Number five. It turns out that there aren't actually things to do in the San Fernando Valley. <laughs> People keep insisting that there are, but I've yet to see any evidence. <laughs> yeah, that's deep. Yeah, when you can't um, write off, uh, uh, like, you know, the night as, like, uh, well, I'm going to go to the bar and get drunk. That's an e- That's an event. That's an evening. <laughs> yeah. That's tough. That's it. Those That's are tough. all the things to do in this town. I can go to a bar. I can stare at the side of a house. <laughs> End list. And you tried for a while to go to bars without drinking. And I'm sure that's very difficult. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's near impossible. Kevin, let me tell you how bad it's gotten. Okay. I reactivated my Habo hotel account <laughs> from when I was, like, 17. What are you fucking doing? <laughs> Brian, the pool is say, closed. I'm still an active user. The pool is closed, <laughs> Brian. Don't do Habo Hotel. I'd rather you were a dangerous drunk again. <laughs> but Kevin, haven't you ever wanted to talk to large amounts of alt-right teenagers at one time? Is that what's going on? Because now you can. Is that what's going on on there now? I mean, it sure feels that way. There's a lot of British people, and a lot of them seem real into Brexit. Oh, jeez. For those who are listening... And I do not have the patience to yell at a Habbo about it. (laughs) For those listening who don't know, a Habbo Hotel is like uh, one of those Club Penguin or uh, uh, Second Life type things where you make like an avatar and you basically just walk around and chat and like stand in fake water and like it's Uh it's real fucking Uh weird and not... But you're doing it. (laughs) Oh, I'm doing it, baby. I hope you run into like a terrorist cell that's using it to communicate like secretly. (laughs) Like... Like in uh, they did that Yo. in uh, uh, Four Lions, that movie where the the terrorist cell was communicating with their uh, people in Baghdad through something called like it was like Club Penguin, basically. Hell yes, it's pretty good. Uh, I mean, I did like run into a legitimate pedophile recently and had to like 
figure out how to talk to the FBI about it. So life how do- life remains interesting, even in this dumb corner of the world. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Brian. We might not get to the rest of these lists because I need to just dive in on this. Um, so when you oh, say sure. you, you had to learn how to talk it to the uh, FBI about it, was it like a... To whom it may concern. That's too formal. Hey, guys, what's up? No, that's too chatty. <laughs> Bad news, bro. <laughs> Sup, dog? Like six Gs? <laughs> what up, FBI? Yeah, you got it. Female body inspectors? I met a pedophile. He's on the loose. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, let's see. Number four. Uh, number four uh, mistake I made as a single person. Uh, trying to date again way too soon, like and, and getting like really, really like uh, uh, really not not letting myself heal before I was just like, I need to find someone who loves me. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you gotta like just immediately pour salt on. Oh it. yeah, just For fucking sure. yeah, just just basically what you do is uh, you you drink really hard, and that's number one. We'll just that's a spoiler. Alcoholism is the mistake I made this year, but um, uh, you drink really hard for the first week, and then you fall in love with every woman who talks to you for the second week, and then uh, yeah, 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 and then you then you have a lot of unprotected sex the third week, and if you're still alive by the fourth week, uh, you you uh, you throw yourself into your art, which I also didn't do. Uh, but yeah, that's ah uh, yes, that's, the five stages of grief. <laughs> yeah, dabda, that's my dabda. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a that's a thing that I've always had a problem with. Uh, is uh, not always, but I think like I when when something devastating happens, I like tend to miss uh, aim aim emotions in the wrong directions. Maybe is the right way to say it. I don't know. Uh, I get you. misguided affection and whatnot, and. Had to apologize to a few female friends this year and be like, hey, sorry, I was really drunk and hitting on you. I don't know what's going on. I am falling apart. (laughs) Most people are cool with it. Uh, Uh, What's yours? That's good. Um, My number four (laughs) is um, being constantly lucid means that I don't say super dumb stuff all the time anymore, but that I always feel like everything I've said is very stupid. Yeah. So you're saying like uh, you can't, you can't really blame it on the drunkenness. Uh, no, oh. now it's just the anxiety. Oh, 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 yes, 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 yes. Okay, no, I understand that completely. Yeah, 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 because I'm, I'm no longer saying dumb stuff, but it sure feels like I do. <laughs> yeah, like before I had an excuse, but now it's just all my brain. Oh, before it was like me yelling opinions about like El Topo and being like, I'm the smartest man in this room. <laughs> and now, And now it's like, if you have the courage to speak, you'll probably be thinking about a misspoken word for like a day. Yes, I get that. Correct. I get that a lot too. I 100% understand that. Oof. This is getting rough. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's your number three? My number three is when, this is a toss up because this one I don't think is necessary. Actually, my next two are things that are definitely like big shifts I've made as a single person. Uh, what are not necessarily negative, but I sometimes have felt really bad about them. Uh, one of them is uh, trying to de- – oh, no, I already did that one. Uh, literally playing video games all day. <laughs> um, For sure. It's, I find it as a mistake and a positive thing in two <laughs> different ways. The mistake aspect of it is like I could be exercising. I could be doing literally anything else, but I mm-hmm. sit down and I – will spend most of the day playing 
one game. Uh, that's I did that many times in this uh, newly single year. Uh, but the way I, the sure. reason I think that it's not that bad is because a I got laid off this year. And I'm trying to save money, so buying a video game and staying inside and playing that video game is an investment of happiness that uh, gets a lot more return than going out and drinking or going out and getting expensive food or doing what are these other things. So in a way, it's yeah, part of budgeting, sense. I guess, it's... is what I'm telling myself. <laughs> Yeah, and, like, you're not actively destroying yourself when you do right. it. Um, yeah, actually, if you want, like, a good game, um, and it's free, and it kills a lot of time. Kevin, may I recommend Hammer Hotel? <laughs> it's free, but at the cost of maybe running into a British pedophile. <laughs> yeah, you know. Small price to pay. Small price to pay. It's normal stuff. Hey, snowmoies. Uh, all right. <laughs> So I guess my resolution <laughs> um, for 2020 is to get Habbo Hotel and uh, yeah, dude, uh, and then uh, wear more condoms. Those are my two resolutions. <laughs> Strap up and get on the hotel, baby. <laughs> All right. Um, my number three is uh, I actually have thoughts and feelings before I fall asleep. Now, it turns out I'm mortal and I'm going to die one day. Oof. Yeah, that is a thing I struggle with, too, where I kind of absolutely have to be drunk before I go to bed. Uh, oh, yeah, I got staring into that void on the nightly front. <laughs> yeah, my thing is my move, and I was just talking to uh, my, uh, I think my, my brother about this. Uh, was, uh, my thing is I have to be kind of drunk, have a podcast playing that I've already listened to, uh, and have rain sounds underneath that. And uh, have my eyes shut out to the end of the, of the world. I have to have a sleep mask on. So, like, I'm literally just, like, blasting any thought that I could have, like, in my brain out. <laughs> yeah, I, I get you. I listen to, like, video game analysis YouTube channels as I That's not bad. That's a, that's a good idea, actually. I'm going to maybe look into that. Uh, did you find immediately, like, after um, you kind of quit? Because you kind of quit cold turkey with drinking. Yeah. Uh, did you find that you were just straight up not able to sleep the first couple of weeks after that? Like, did you like just stay awake? Going, well, I guess I'm just awake now. Or were you able to do something? Um, I was kind of able to go to sleep. It wasn't easy though. It was definitely a lot harder than usual. But I was able to get to sleep. Yeah, that's that's important. Uh, may I recommend if 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 it's still a problem, uh, melatonin. Uh, a little bit of indica weed, not mm-hmm. a lot. I know that you probably aren't a big weed guy, um, but oh no, that will destroy my brain. <laughs> indica specifically is the one that I think won't make you go insane, but it, to each their own. It may be different for you. Mm. Um, and uh, so, and but you add that with a little bit of melatonin, and uh, yeah, and then it sounds like you know you probably jack off before you go to bed or fuck or whatever. So that's taken care of, and then. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Habo Hotel. Oh, and blue, uh, blue light filter on your phone screen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. That is something that I've been doing lately, and I feel like it's my brain's less like fucking like buzzing before I go to bed because I haven't been staring at as damaging of light. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. But you're also talking to a guy who fucking has to drink whiskey every night to fall asleep. So. Who the fuck? What do I know? <laughs> uh, my number two uh, mistake I've made as a single person is uh, not generating a lot of material for uh, about it for stand up or anything <laughs> like oh, not not yeah. that I want to force material out of it. But like 
I just feel like in general, I have written like maybe two jokes this year total that have become like bits, like maybe three or four minute bits. And I've been doing considerably less stand up, uh, at least on the back half of this year, just due to a lot of things. But oh, can I can I help you out with this? Yeah, as somebody who hasn't uh, done it very all right. much at all. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Hear me out. Here's how the joke starts. Repeat mm. after me. Mm-hmm. Dating in L.A. Wait, wait. I think I know. Hard. I think I know how this goes. Wait, I think I know the punchline. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> there you go. You got it, baby. Dude, you know it's what? A new bit right there. You know what that bit reminds me of? Hmm. Ocean's Eleven, dude. Because <laughs> like there were men in it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. God even... damn it. <laughs> but that's the thing is, like, I haven't even like, like, yeah, dating material or like dating is hard is like even you know what's funny about that that premise of it was so hacked to like dating in L.A. and then now it's hacked to be like dating in L.A. is like so hacked to say. I think I got to go one step further. Yeah, that's further. true. I got to go. I got to really dive in and do the most meta dating material ever. There you go. And I feel like you're I'm the guy to write this, this with. <laughs> you're the guy to go oh, yes. go down that hole with. <laughs> oh yeah, I am. I am prepared to help you write a bit that requires a physical map to navigate. Wait, let me let me try this out. Uh, this is just coming to me. Uh, dating in L.A. jokes in LA are a lot different than dating in LA jokes are in New York. <laughs> oh no. That's, that's so confusing. I barely knew what I said. <laughs> I broke Brian. He's just, he's just, I want off this ride. I want off the ride. We're almost off baby. Uh, what's your number two? Uh, number two, it is very easy to steal large quantities of money off of Kevin while he is drunk. Oh no. <laughs> What's your number one? <laughs> uh, my biggest mistake I've made as a single person is counterfeiting money. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> you can get shit. <laughs> you know what? It's better than my actual number one because that was just alcoholism. So I think we got a perfect bit there. Um, <laughs> I think we have uh, time. Yeah, my number one. Oh, yeah. Your my number one uh, for not drinking well, no, my number two was, that was what I wrote, was stealing money oh, right, from right, you right, is right. easy. My number one, my number one is, the boomers lied. Saving money is still a nightmare. Yeah, like, like you're, you're not spending money on drinking, as but you are still smoking cigarettes, I, and that's, by the I'm way. I'm still broke. By yes. the way, quick aside about North Carolina, this shit is ridiculously cheap out here. Like, four bucks a Oh, pack. yeah. Oh, yeah, you wonder why I came here a smoker? That is why, friend. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it makes a lot more sense when you're not spending a whole $10 on a pack a day. Uh, good God. Uh, but, yeah, that is, uh, mm-hmm. that's a big drain. That's a big drain on my, um, my bank account for sure. But So I guess, I guess, yeah, cutting out drinking, has it saved you any money, or do you not notice a difference? Uh, I have saved money, but I'm still quite poor. Yeah. Do you find that you're just filling, like you're just spending that money on other vice, like not vices, but like frivol- frivolous stuff? Every now and then, yeah. Uh, I buy a lot of games that I don't actually play. Uh, I'm very prone to like just, hey, this thing at the store is cool. I own it now. Exactly. And then, like, it's just garbage. Yeah, I, I yeah. did that uh, with my severance pay this year because, uh, or like my big, my first check for my layoff, like, was like pretty good because it was all my pizza, like paid time off and sick time that I never used. And I was just like, oh, I'm going to buy a PS4 and a new TV. <laughs> and like it was a good investment for my future. But like like just like it was like something that I'll get a lot of enjoyment out again. But like 
if I did that, I needed to cut elsewhere in my life, and I didn't do that. I was like, well, I'm going to still fucking run up a $50 bar tab every goddamn night and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, that'll so do that is, that is definitely – and I'm going to – in the uh, uh, either intro or outro of this episode that I'm going to record later, I'm going to talk more about my resolutions and stuff because I don't think we have time now. Um, my num- my okay. actual number one for mistakes I made as a single person. I mean, we it's pretty much permeated every other mistake I've made as a single person on this list, which is I've been drinking way too much. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, probably the most alcohol I've consumed in a like per capita in a year. I think. Uh, I think it's been my biggest drinking year, and I'm including college in that. <laughs> So who knows how that fucking went. Um, it is interesting though, that we still have a lot of the same problems in mine is that I like, but oh, yeah. we're going in opposite directions. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good true. God. Uh, Brian, do you have any other top fives that you want to go through before uh, we go to a quick break or the end of the episode right here? Uh, sure. I'll, I'll just read this one as written. Okay. Um, Jokes that I cannot believe yes. are still jokes in 2019. This is what I was hoping you would do. <laughs> uh, number five. What if I identified as thing that is not a gender, <laughs> attack helicopter, my, Asian, etc.? My, my pronouns are a uh, tractor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good jokes. I still see that. Uh, and like then as, four as of through two. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was going to say, then four through two, I just left blank. And then number one, I wrote, any jokes? It turns out comedy is bad, actually. <laughs> you know, number one should have been any list-based jokes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. Fair. Uh, but while we're on this topic, though, I think there, I'm trying to think of a few other. Uh, uh, I, I agree that, like, it is hard to laugh with a lot of stuff that's going on, um, especially, like, as a person who's still doing that goddamn open mic every Tuesday and, like, just seeing so much comedy all the time. I think it's a big part of why. I'm yeah, I don't know much. how you do that. Yeah, but, I mean, you do know because you've seen me, and I'm always blackout drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, the I identify as a tractor or whatever. That that's a big hack thing. Um, the uh, you know what I heard somebody say recently, and this isn't even really a joke, but it's like something that I never thought I would like. Like it's like the hackest like, uh, like gun control argument. They're like, oh. Uh, forks killed salad if guns kill people. I saw, I saw somebody say that in a comment. What? Do you know what it is? Like the fort, like, or whatever. It's like, like they're trying to say, no, like, I, yeah. I understand. Yeah. I'm just baffled <laughs> that they thought that was a coherent argument. <laughs> 2019. Like, no yeah. one has ever made that argument. No one has ever been like, forks kill spaghetti, well, I... guns kill people. Like, we know it's the people using the tool. <laughs> yeah. What? If you regulate guns, you're still going to have a just as much murder. What? <laughs> what does that mean? I would love to see the Vegas shooter try and take out 100 people with a knife before getting caught. Like, what are you talking about? I just remember because, like, that's something I remember, like, like, because, like, people I grew up with, like, in high school who, like, or their dads were, like, really into guns or whatever. Like, that was, like, some high school Orangevale, California logic. And I saw somebody say that mm. this year about guns. And I was just like, holy god That's damn. Wild. Uh yeah, I don't and know. I can't think of any other comedian one. just out here to speak truth to power, huh? <laughs> I don't think I I luckily cool. I don't think it was a comedian, luckily, but I think it was uh Oh okay. I think it was like someone on a comics post, but like someone from their weird hometown or something. Who knows? 
who fucking knows? Uh, that's Damn. great. Comedy's dead. 2020 is going to be a nightmare. Uh, do you have any resolutions mm-hmm. for 2020 personally? Um, leave the house more. Yeah. I I very rarely do comedy. I don't socialize much. Well, it's that shitty thing, right? Where it's like, you isolate, and isolating makes you anxious. And then because you're anxious, you isolate mm-hmm. more on and on and on and on. So Absolutely. I'm going to try and force myself to go do shit whether it's productive or not, just anything to like not be in the house all the time. Like yeah. I, am now. I, f- I totally feel you on that. And that is going to coincide with one of my resolutions, which is record more content for a possible Patreon in 2020. So I'm going to be forcing you out of the house so we can do our fucking stupid D podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited it's for little, it. This is a little, sp- uh, little, this is a little teaser for all the people listening right now. <laughs> I may have talked about it in the intro as well, but uh, yeah, that's something that I'm really excited to work with you on in uh, 2020. It's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And Brian, uh, we were just about at the end of our hour here. So thank you so much for Skyping in and dealing with all these tech problems. Yep. Uh, <laughs> no worries. Thanks for having me. By the time this episode comes out, I will have seen Cats because apparently my sister-in-law bought tickets to see Cats the film on Christmas Day. So I'm probably oh, no. going to, if I don't die, uh, I, this will be the last episode of 2019 and I wish all the listeners a very happy new year and happy holidays and boxing day and uh bleak review shall return in the new year. Yeah, Bye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck Wait, yeah. Don't, hotel, I don't, I don't get plugs. <laughs> yeah. That's my plug. I've got a plug, but I have a hotel username. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Plug your have a hotel username. All right, so I so I made it when I was a teenager, so it's angsty. It's Drown the Monster. Fuck you. <laughs> Find me on Have a Hotel Dog. Oh, my God. I encourage anybody uh, <laughs> who has that to go harass Brian and Have a Hotel. Uh, so say the code word Collywobble. He'll know you came from here, and he'll give you 10% off oh, no. you know, some virtual shoes or something. I don't know what the fuck goes yeah, on yeah. that game. I'll, I'll throw some free Fernie at you, dog. <laughs> All right, Brian. I'll see you when I get back to California. <laughs> all right, yeah. Let's hang soon. All right. Bye-bye. Talk see you all next year. Bye. Bye.